I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the news du jour, a calmer space to consume the news. Happy Friday, you guys. We made it. I have a very special episode for you guys where we are going to talk about two news stories here at the top, and then we have a deep dive into a pop culture story. In case you've never heard of Vanderpump or Vanderpump Rules, I'm going to break down the drama that is Scandaval. And if you guys have been seeing this all over social media and you've been confused, you're like, what the heck is going on? You're going to have a quick summary. And that way, if you guys want to do a deep dive over the weekend into this crazy situation, you can. And if not, you'll at least know enough to talk about it when it comes up in conversation. So let's go ahead and jump into the news for today. So first up, Montana bans TikTok. So remember how we talked about the state of Montana potentially banning the app TikTok? Well, it happened, you guys. And our biggest question mark was really about how this rule would be enforced. Let's say you're on a road trip and you cross into Montana. Will your TikTok app just like magically stop working or magically disappear off of your phone? How would they even do something like that? So let's get into the details about this ban and how it's going to work. Protecting the energy supplies that keep our homes warm innovating for a more sustainable and resource efficient world and why more women are needed for the future of engineering. I'm Fran Scott, maker and pyrotechnician, and these are just some of the things I'll be exploring that are making a world of difference in our new series of the Process Automation Podcast from ABB. Tap the button to listen and follow the Process Automation Podcast now. So first off, the ban goes into effect January 1st, 2024. The bill was first introduced in February and the Montana legislature debated it for months following. Basically, how it's going to work is that the state will prohibit Apple and Google from offering the TikTok app in their app stores in the state of Montana. But that also calls into question what would happen if someone in the state of Montana already has the app downloaded. Are the police going to go around checking people's cell phones for TikTok now? Some even see this as like a freedom of speech issue, which feels like a bit of a stretch. Montana isn't censoring your ability to speak your mind, just whether you can use this particular app to do it. That said, there is language built into this bill that would essentially make the whole thing go away if TikTok were to be incorporated in a country that is not, quote, designated as a foreign adversary, end quote. Yikes. So 
that wording to me is a little bit scary. I can't lie. Things are already really tense with China, but for a state legislature to designate them as a foreign adversary kind of feels like an escalation, very intense language to say the least. This ban is obviously the most strict ban against this app in the world that I know of, and it is expected that the new law will be challenged in court. So these aren't all the details. I think there's still a lot of questions to be answered about how this ban will be enforced. But again, it has to make it through the court system before it can even go into effect. So Montana really sees this move as taking on China directly, and maybe they are. But this will most definitely be an unpopular move for the citizens of Montana. Instead of figuring out how to make this very popular app make sense safety-wise, they simply canceled it. And many may see this move as not being in their best interest. We'll definitely keep you guys posted. So next up floods in Italy. Devastating floods in Italy are nothing new, you guys. They happened back in Renaissance times in the 1960s and then now today in 2023. Florence specifically is built right up around the Arno River in this very low ground. It's like a basin. So it is particularly vulnerable to flooding and the priceless art of the Uffizi Museum are literally hanging on the riverfront. Now, luckily, these floods are worst just north of Florence, but that said, the whole region of northern Italy is being affected by these rains, which are, according to the president of the Geologists Guild in the region, completely unprecedented. The clouds reportedly drop eight inches of rain in less than 48 hours across the entire northern region. Eight people are already reported dead and thousands have been left homeless by the storm. This is largely due to the landslides and mudslides caused by the extensive flooding and rainfall. And people who still have their homes, you know, have a ton of water damage to the homes themselves as well as their belongings. They have evacuated a ton of people from the worst hit areas, fortunately, but It would really be tough like living in limbo and not knowing what was going on with your home in the midst of all this flooding. I studied abroad in Florence and I actually took a course on art restoration and our professor had lived through the 1960s floods and she was actually a restorationist way back then and she described how it was just all hands on deck. All of these average citizens who had no experience in conservatorship were handling precious, really priceless works of art being brought out of the Uffizi Museum. And she said she could never get that image out of her head of people holding the art over their head to keep it from being water damaged. And there was a ton of art lost in that 1966 flood. And there's marks on the buildings that show how high the water level got up to to this day. So it's definitely something floods are something that have left an impression on the city of Florence. And I know that just because that's where I studied abroad. So that's my point of reference. But I don't believe Florence is really in the worst hit area right now. So a big question, obviously, is how might climate change be connected here? 
Well, the warming of the atmosphere causes snowpack to melt in the mountains of northern Italy and generally makes the whole atmosphere more wet and makes the land less inclined to hold water. So there could be a relationship. That said, scientists do say that the jury is still out on whether this incident can be directly linked to climate change or not. As we have said, these floods have happened a lot in Italy in the past. So let's put it this way. Climate change couldn't have helped. Experts will be studying the specifics of this event, though, and making their best effort to learn from this tragedy and figure out ways to protect people in the future. Okay, so now we are going to be jumping into the Scandaval Vanderpump Rules saga for lack of a better term, because I'm going to have to go into some of the backstory and some context in order to make this story make sense. So I consider it my responsibility here on News Du Jour to make sure that you guys are up to date on pop culture events. So before we go into the weekend, we are going to dive into the Vanderpump Rules drama. This way, if you want to go down a rabbit hole over the weekend, you can with a decent framework of the events. So to set the scene, Vanderpump Rules is a show based on the businesses of a woman named Lisa Vanderpump, who was also an original cast member of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So this show is a spinoff of sorts, but it features the young aspiring models and actors that work at her restaurants, you know, waiting tables while they wait for their big break. Because they are all focused on their looks as a part of their jobs, they tend to be pretty beautiful people running around these restaurants and tend to date one another, hence the perpetual drama of this show. And this particular scandal does, of course, involve sleeping around. In the wake of the 2020 Black Lives Matter movement, several of the lead cast members were canceled off of the show due to abhorrent past behavior and thus season the past couple seasons of this 10 season show have been kind of quiet so and that's again because a lot of the lead cast members were kicked off but then out of nowhere the scandal of all scandals broke and it's known as hashtag scandal but I have to give you guys just a little more context before we dive into the specifics of Scandaval. So hold tight. This is where it starts to get juicy. Protecting the energy supplies that keep our homes warm, innovating for a more sustainable and resource efficient world, and why more women are needed for the future of engineering. I'm Fran Scott, maker and pyrotechnician, and these are just some of the things I'll be exploring that are making a world of difference in our new series of the Process Automation Podcast from ABB. Tap the button to listen and follow the Process Automation Podcast now. So back in the day of the original cast, there was a character named Kristen, and Kristen was dating a man-child named Tom Sandoval. The two eventually blew up in a huge cheating scandal, to say the least. He had cheated on her several times, and she was working to find it in herself to forgive him, but then when it came out that she had slept with his best friend, who, hold on to your hats, also happened to be her best friend's ex, it was all too much and the couple broke up. 
But just before they called it quits, there had been this flirty closeness between Sandoval and the character named Ariana. So Kristen repeatedly accused Sandoval of cheating with Ariana, but she could never prove it. They always insisted that they were just close friends. And what do you know? Right after Kristen and Sandoval are over, Sandoval and Ariana just happened to be dating. So it definitely felt like there was more to that cheating story. But we were always left hanging on that. And the two consistently denied it. But they went on to be one of the most stable couples on the whole show. They dated for nine years, seemingly without issue. They bought a home together. They were a constant. They felt like they were meant to be and that everything worked out for the best. Kristen even eventually came around and embraced the couple, even Ariana, as it seemed like they were a solid pair and true life partners. That is until this season. So after nine years together, it comes out that Sandoval had been sleeping with Raquel, one of Ariana's best friends. Raquel, whose real name is Rachel, had just broken off an engagement to another cast member. And I think it's fair to say that she was a little bit lost and definitely going through a transitional period in her life. But she had repeatedly thrown herself at men who were either taken or desired by other women on the show. It had kind of become a theme with her. But this seven-month-long affair that she had with Sandoval was definitely the straw that broke the camel's back. Because Ariana and Tom Sandoval were truly the most steadfast and beloved couple on the show. What's more, Sandoval's best friend is also named Tom, and it appears that he was in on this whole thing. He helped cover for Tom Sandoval by pretending to have a fling with Raquel while he was in the process of getting divorced. The two Toms were also opening a bar together, and on the season finale that just aired on Wednesday, it was revealed that the bar's ratings had tanked because of this scandal. Now everyone hates the two Toms for what they did to Ariana and it's affecting their business. The Toms had sunk over a million dollars collectively into this bar and now it looks like they may not see that money back. And now many are touting Kristen as foreseeing this whole thing because she had kind of left off on the show saying, Good luck, you two. Good luck, Ariana. You get this guy who is the best liar I've ever known. You get to go to sleep every night wondering where he is. You get to, you know, things like that. She had said, kind of signed off like that, and it kind of predicted what was to occur nine years later. And now Tom Sandoval keeps insisting that he and Raquel were just good friends at first, and he could never have foreseen this, just like he used to say about Ariana to Kristen almost verbatim. People online have actually spliced up the footage of him talking about Ariana nine years ago to him talking about Raquel today, and it is eerily similar. This revelation came about while they were wrapping up 
season 10. So they switch the cameras back on for a whole new season finale that breaks down the entire affair, how it came out, and shows verbal confrontations between Sandoval and Ariana, as well as other key cast members. Sandoval even slips up and calls Raquel Ariana at one point, which was so cringe. And now over the next three weeks, each Wednesday, the show will air a one part. So it's a three part series of a reunion with Andy Cohen, of course, where all of the cast members will be in the same room discussing the events of this season, and it is set to be juicy, you guys. The trailer alone showed Ariana looking hot as hell in this fiery red dress, confronting sheepish Raquel and Tom Sandoval directly in the hot seat. Damn. This scandal is all TikTok has been talking about for months as well, so Definitely dive in there if you're looking to understand Scandafall a bit better. There's a lot of egos flying around. There's a lot of hot people involved, and it is definitely a drama for the ages. We wish Ariana all the best in her healing journey, and I hope that, you know, you can find happiness on the other side of all this. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys a quote from the queen herself, Lisa Vanderpump, If someone's waving a red flag, they're doing you a favor. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugar-free media. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfree media, all one word on TikTok. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from Protecting the energy supplies that keep our homes warm, innovating for a more sustainable and resource-efficient world, and why more women are needed for the future of engineering. I'm Fran Scott, maker and pyrotechnician, and these are just some of the things I'll be exploring that are making a world of difference in our new series of the Process Automation Podcast from ABB. Tap the button to listen and follow the Process Automation Podcast now.